Welcome to The Green Room, a show about shows. Welcome to The Green Room. I am Meg. I'm here with Emily, and we are going to break down episode 10 of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Emily, hello. Hi, Meg. How are you? How are you? I- I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> uh <laughs> You guys, it's January. It's not. I every day I think it's almost February. It's an, it's still just January. Um, I feel like the Real Housewives really getting me through sometimes. I mean, have they ever been times? Yeah, you know. Yeah. January it came in hot. It's getting hotter as the days go on. Yep. You, uh, we should explain to the people you were on the phone last week because you weren't feeling well. Yeah, I haven't felt well since December 31st. And I'm so sorry. I'm sickly. Like, as a character trait, I'm a sickly person. I mean, we're going to do a Bridgerton episode after this, and we'll get to, like, you know, there's always the sickly sister in every family. That's you. Yeah, I'm Beth. Um, So, I spent a lot of time with TV uh, housewives have been okay this week. It was hard to be their friend. If we're being a hundred percent honest, <laughs> it was hard for them to be my only friends in return. Sure. Uh, but we're 10. I think we only have three more weeks and then reunion left. Yeah. Which is wild. I can't believe we've made it this far. It's, I, I, it's kind of like pregnancy where it's like, this is going to be very, very long and it's never going to be over. And then all of a sudden you have a baby. Like, I feel like the reunion is going to be the baby. Here. And then you won't believe how quickly time flies. And then flew. like, you just have to be up with the baby. Yeah. And so then I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where the metaphor extends in that sense, but yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Let's get into it. Do you have any goss? Um, I don't think I have any goss. Just the normal. Uh, we got we we Meg found out a lot about Sarah last week. We sure did. Uh, <laughs> do we? Let's let's do that because let's do that at the top because it's in my recap, but it won't make sense to go through it as we do it chronologically. So Sarah was rumored to be a cast member originally, or at the least I had heard a friend, which they bop in usually. A friend can be in for a, a significant amount of time during the season. Yeah. Um, the original list that I saw had her as, Sarah? like, verified cast member. Oh, I, I don't know that I ever acknowledged that. Had I known, I would have sought out Sarah earlier because she is Well, the problem is the she takes her Instagram from public to private fairly often. So last week she went public. Oh, she of all did. times, I missed it to go public. Week. I actually didn't follow her. I was like, I can't handle these stories in my feed. Like, I can't yeah. even do a swipe past them. Just seeing one of them is going to upset me. Yeah. So I didn't a, I didn't give her a follow. And now she's back to private. So, man, I miss that small window of public, which I don't want to follow her, but I feel like I have to. Yeah, it's kind of like I, I actually carry some guilt for not following her because I feel like I should be keeping an eye on her. It's kind of part of my job. Um, and I've let the people down. But she posted last week a photo of her at the rally turned insurrection. And Emily, I'm going to read you the caption. Because yeah. it's just so good. It's uh, There's a lot. She says, I have never been more proud to support freedom and truth. Conservatives who used their First Amendment rights are being smeared, slandered, canceled, banned, and dehumanized. Truth mm. brought me to the MAGA movement, not Trump. Okay. Okay. Patriotism means standing up for your constitution, even if you lose everything, including your life for it. <laughs> that's, that's a statement. That's a statement. <laughs> that's a I part. do not condone violence, nor did I participative in violence this week in D.C. <laughs> I stood willing to lose all to demand fair. The, the commas in this are truly chaotic. I stood willing to lose all to demand fair transparent elections and First Amendment rights for all Mm -hmm. Americans with an apostrophe. Thank you. I don't care which political party you belong to, two with two O's, our Constitution is hanging by a thread. We are at the precipice when big tech, big media, and big pharma Mm. decide who can have a voice and who cannot. The time is now to choose liberty for our fellow countrymen. Great. We cannot wait for someone else to protect us. 80-plus million people are not ignorant, homophobic racists. White people are some of the most generous, loving, and wonderful people in the world. 
the same people whose blood was shed for you to sustain the very rights you have. I do not have hate or ill will. I have fierce love and protection for others. It is my love that guides me to stand when others shrink. And even if I wanted to, two O's, I cannot stop. For my God has called me to stand for truth, no matter how dark it may get. Like, I was kind of with her for a while. Like, I could at least see where she was coming from until that, like, just complete sharp turn into the white people stuff. Like, that's what really sent me. (laughs) Sarah, I've read that before, and it was, like, fine and funny to read. It's funnier hearing it out loud. Um, Man, wow. I guess thanks for your service, Sarah. As a white person, um, does she know how big the world is, though? (laughs) (laughs) Just an honest question. Doubt it. Does she know how it. big the world is and how like not white people are the entire world? <laughs> Either way you cut it, white people are some of the best people. <laughs> it's just a wild statement. It uh, is a wild statement. Riddled with all kinds of logical issues. The point is, Whitney had to come out on Instagram and say like, Guess what? Sarah and I are not friends. I don't condone oh. what she did. She said they're not friends? Well, she in her post, well, she made a post. Her post said, I am devastated by the events that took place at the Capitol Wednesday. I was not there and do not support it. Humanity needs more love and kindness right now. Let's stop the hate. And I think it fell on Whitney because Whitney is a Trump supporter or at least a conservative. Yeah. And but can I ask a dumb question? Please. And... Stephen, feel free to cut this out. I don't understand people who are conservatives like Whitney mm-hmm. because she has a pretty like interesting lifestyle choice. And I'm not talking <laughs> about the swinging. I'm talking about the adultery. Yeah. Because it's like feels like it negatives it out. But is this the problem with America? Meg? It might be the problem. <laughs> I think we might have a little bit of hypocrisy mm-hmm. flying around in our politics on both sides. Well, Sarah... Also, I this is what killed me. Sarah's Instagram bio is believer in him, mm-hmm. patriot, mm-hmm. angel whisperer. Yeah, I don't and know what that what last that one is. <laughs> that last one is disturbing at the minimum. Uh, so Whitney, in addition to making that post, she also posted a series of stories that day that was like, I I do not condone what she called it that person who I was oh. on screen with. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Whitney, listen, if there's anything that this week taught us, She's a flake. (laughs) And by the way, kind of a dirty dog. She's kind of not great at accepting responsibility. Uh, Let's so let's take it from the top there. That's our Sarah Goss. I don't I think we figured out why Sarah is not on the road. Right. And I don't think we're going to see much more of Sarah after this. Gosh, I hope you're wrong. Because (laughs) no, she is a good time. That's the thing. I'm like, mm -hmm. Sarah, don't do this because I want you on the show more. Yeah. But then it's like then you see someone like Mary who also started off as a very good time. And it got very old and very dark. Yeah, to a point where it's like, do I even want to watch this? Because I feel too many things. And And I feel complicit. I'm not here for this. Yeah, exactly. I just want to party. All right, so we start out with Seth and Meredith, and I just don't like these two now that they're happy. They are too much in love. Yeah, I will say, though, Meredith's in bed at 10 a.m., and all I could think was, I got to start a jewelry line. Yeah, right? Scrolling, doing her morning scroll. Sounds like a real dream. I mean... Does she actually work at Meredith Marks? No. It's like her name is on the store. I know. I and she, now she's just a real housewife. I know. And we did hear that she, in this episode, she also talked about how she used to do real estate development and then sold everything mm-hmm. to do jewelry, which I'm fascinated when people say that because what about your husband's stuff? Did you sell that? There's there also an interesting question about where the capital for Heather's business came from. Is there ever? Uh, Freaking Heather. I'm excited to get into that. I will say, though, this Meredith and Seth, to me, are just people who know they're on TV now. You think so? I, I think it's kind of like, when they went to dinner later, that's when I was like, they just know they're on TV, and it's not, it doesn't feel at all natural. So you don't, you don't think they're as happy as they're acting? 
Who is? Who well, is yeah. that happy? But do you think at this point they've actually reconciled or they're like, this is going to make for better TV? I think they're shrewd people. Sure. And so I think they feel like, here was our storyline. What do we want moving forward? What, does Meredith actually want to come out and be like, yeah, I cheated on my husband or whatever? No, because that'll look really bad. Right. And like, I don't get Seth. Sometimes I feel so bad for him. And then sometimes I just think he's icky. Like, and I don't know how I feel. Why does he talk about sex so much? Is my yeah. Friend. It's too much. He's such a horn dog. Like, he, she's trying oh, to have a conversation. <laughs> she's trying to have a conversation with him. And he's like, you know what's on my bucket list? Sex with ski goggles on. Because he's wearing ski. Like, he's not even listening to her. No. All he wants to do is talk about sex. And, and she's telling him time. about this party, which, yeah, is dumb, but important to her. And instead of, like, having a conversation, he's like, let's go for a hike, but first let's have sex with ski goggles on. Like, do you remember that kid in junior high, Derek or whomever, that, like, you kind of had a crush on, and sometimes he was, like, really nice, and then other times he said, like, really weird stuff about being able to take your bra off with one hand, and it was just, like, really hard to read his energy? Like, you're constantly like, do you like me as a person, or do you just like a teenage boy and have a lot of hormones? Like, that's Seth. Yeah, I think you're right there. Um, and then, you know, the other women are kind of up to their shenanigans. Heather has some weird flirtatious energy with the teenage boy who runs the front <laughs> desk of Beauty Lab Lasers. Oh, man. His name is Nick, right? I'm pretty sure it was Nick. Um, Nick, all I wrote about Nick is he's a little bit Alexis <laughs> because he really was giving me some Alexis Rose energy, <laughs> like a clueless confidence. Yeah. He also said so a lot. Like, so booked. It's going to be so good. Yeah, Yeah. I got that so for sure. And I was like, I feel like Heather flirts with young guys a lot. Yeah, and good for her, honestly. I'm not mad about it. I do hope she's in therapy, but I'm not (laughs) mad about it. I mean, I've said that every episode. Uh, We spend a lot of time watching Jen Shaw turn on a lamp. Oof. It's dreary it's in bad. the Shaw Chalet. <laughs> it's bad. Which, of course, she doesn't know how the lamp works because it's not her house. It's a rental. They've just rented this house for her, and she has to pretend to know how everything works. No, it was really a bleak scene for Jen Shaw. It was tough, tough, tough watch. Uh, she is sad because Sharif is not talking to her Yeah, because what she did at his party was pretty embarrassing. Which she admits. She admits. And I she just, should. I keep thinking about the former coach's wife who was at that party and how that's an important person to Sharif. I, I, I kind of can't even think about Sharif's party because everyone knows I have an emotional attachment to Jen because I see the worst part of the worst version <laughs> of myself is Jen Shaw. And I like acting out. You feel grief. You're you're I don't drink. Maybe I should. No, I shouldn't because I would be Jen. Yeah. Um, But there is like. Jen just really kind of bummed me out. Like, she, I have another friend I text, and she's never been that into Jen. In this episode, she was like, I really feel like Jen just needs help. Yeah. And, and it's different than Mary. Mary needs to, like, excuse this harsh language. Mary needs to be, like, locked up for an evaluation. Mm-hmm. Jen needs, like, a friend she doesn't pay. I, I would, I would still recommend a therapist. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, therapist. On top, <laughs> on top. I mean, like, she has, like, her squad yeah. and Stuart, but, like, is Stuart, if, unless he's getting paid, is he over there just, like, combing her hair through his fingers? Probably not. Probably not. Here's what's wild. I think there are people who really want to be friends with Jen, but she's Me? so explosive well, that I she makes it. it hard. Listen, Jen, you don't listen to this. If you do, oh, what, I'll be friends with you. Jen listens to this I, I'm not afraid of her explosion because I'm not an idiot. So yeah. I don't fear it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe it's like, a well, Jen just had a drink, so I'm going to bounce. Yeah, 100%. It's called healthy boundaries. Things are going to get wild. Mm-hmm. Um, Whitney Ugh. shows up at Beauty Lab Laser, and she tries to blame Heather for what happens. And it's like, Whitney... You may not remember, but you couldn't get your words out when you were oh. trying to tell Jen the issue with Meredith and Lisa here. Heather stepped in because you were too drunk to talk. Uh, yeah. First of all, Whitney's wearing a fur jacket that's in cut like a motorcycle coat. Mm, and yeah. I'm like, Whitney is as confused as her wardrobe because she doesn't remember anything. Apparently, she went blacked out because do you not remember her reciting her Jen? Jen, you know I'm a truth teller. Jen, Jen, I should. 
Jen, I shoot people straight and I am a truth teller. Like she was sloppy. Like Jen was explosive, but Whitney was like so sloppy. She's the so worst girl sloppy. in high school at a party. Yeah. So Heather manages to turn this conversation into a conversation about how she's worried that Jen prefers Lisa and Meredith. Which yeah. is just, just kind of a bummer. I like, mean, it's like, Heather, your insecurity showing, and it's getting a, we've seen this a little too many times. Yeah, I feel like when I was 10, I had this conversation with my friends, you know, and now friends are just like people I send memes to because we're mm-hmm. all busy. Like, I'm not, I don't know that I've spent energy worrying about my friend being friends with other people I, since I, I was in middle school. No way. I don't. I guess it's like, if you would rather be friends with someone, why would I care about being friends? This is what I don't understand. And like, I've had some like dramatic girl groups as, mm-hmm. a, as an adult. Mm-hmm. And the thing I can never understand is, why do you want to be friends with someone who doesn't want to be friends with you? I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'll never understand it. Lisa clearly doesn't like you, whatever. I think she's seems okay with her lately, but like Heather's just making it a thing again. Yeah. And I'm like, Heather, you're boring. Sorry. And she could be fun. That's she what kills is. me. She has glimpses when she was solo writer where she is so fun. She's freaking TV gold sometimes. Yeah. And she needs to lean into that, not mm-hmm. into the I'm so sad and pathetic. Because the more you tell us you're sad and pathetic, the more sad and pathetic you seem. Yeah. I'm just not that. I feel like she just joined Whitney's downline of the MLM of bad advice. Like Whitney went to a party at Sarah's. Starts Sarah. with Sarah. Yes, Sarah's the head of this party. Whitney went, she brought on Heather, and it's just this MLM of bad advice. These women keep giving each other and keep supporting from each other. And I don't know, I guess I'd call it the bimbo brigade. Did you ever read that article? Was it BuzzFeed did like a deep dive in Lula Rowe, Lulu Rowe, those oh, dumb yes. leggings and the like mastermind crazy woman behind all of it? Mm-hmm. That's Sarah. That's Sarah. Sarah does, if she does not, it is in her life plan to have an MLM. Do you remember how ugly those leggings were? They're so ugly. They were the ugliest leggings. I guess people thought they were soft, but is it worth it? I mean, garbage bags are soft, you know, like wear a garbage bag. Like I wear some questionable things. I got very into Uggs this winter. Just but now. But that's like a that's a point of view. You know? No, I know they're it's ugly. It's a look. They're that comfortable. But those leggings are not those that leggings comfortable. Those leggings were like chevron, white, Ugh. and mint. They were very bad. They're not good. They're not a good look on anybody. <sighs> anyway, um, remember how Heather also was like blurted out something and then went into hide? And so that's why I'm like, Heather, you need to have like a a squeak squeak mirror moment of like see who you are because mm-hmm. you blurted something and you ran away you were not actually being a good friend to Jen you know what a good friend to Jen would have done taken her from the party mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not let her throw a cup Fed or like, her some bread get her sobered up a little bit go get her oldest son he seems to have a pretty good head on his shoulder yeah. and say like Omar I hate to bring this up to you or is he Sharif Jr. whatever whoever that 24 year old one is like hate to bring you into this but I don't want to bother your dad take care of your mom That's what a real friend would have done. And yet, here we are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Lisa vents to John. Never seen a less interested participant in a conversation than John is when Lisa is talking to him about the party. Lisa here has just... Some hot takes. She, sometimes, Lisa, sometimes, I swear, because I'm still aboard the Lisa train, and I know I've been pretty adamant about it, being negative but now i'm fully on it um but this was annoying when she says to her husband like she's talking about the party how whitney was twerking mm-hmm. and she's like the girls in utah are only good for two things breeding and dancing and i'm just like that's the weirdest statement i've ever heard i've never it's just bizarre my my husband moved to california from california to utah when he was 10 and he, when people would ask him where he was from, he used to say California. And I had to have like a very intense conversation with him and be like, you know what? You have lived here for 25 years. You're from Utah. You're from Utah. Yeah. Lisa, you have lived here a long time. Guess what? You're from Utah. You're a Utahn. Um, you're a Utahn. Stop digging us out. Also, it's weird the way she does it too. Like... Is dancing a thing? Because I've never seen worse dancers. You go to a YSA steak dance. Bad. 
The worst answer. It's bad. Lots They're, of white kids who think they can do hip hop. They can't. What's they it? Breakdancing. They think they can break dance. They and do it's that. Tragic. You know that one move where their arms are like flowing and they're just box stepping. <laughs> like no, I can see it in my mind's eye. Every single dance I've ever been to in Utah. So I don't get it. I think like sometimes for me with Lisa is like. She's just trying a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a time where I'm like, you're trying really a little too hard to have, like, a perspective. It's like she thought of this while she was doing her hair in the morning. And she's yes. like, I cannot wait to say this on camera. I think she it's wrote it down. delivered. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's my beef with her kid, too. You know, <laughs> I'm like, you know you're on TV. <laughs> yeah. um, but... I do think Lisa is right to be like, I cannot believe Whitney was twerking that much because I yes. agree. And yes. that was a that was a very valid point. Yes. It was inappropriate to be twerking pretty much in not just like in Sharif's face, but like literally in, in his, his face. face. Like his yes. face was right yes. there. She also declared that Whitney is a child. And to that I say, here, here. Yeah. I'll raise a glass of Vita <laughs> tequila to that one. <laughs> yes. Um Mary. Puts on a belt and gets stuck. Mary's just hanging out with her only friend, a.k.a. her housekeeper, a.k.a. her second cousin. The friend who she requires to wear a hairnet and gloves at all times. I mean, Mary says her closet's like a department store. And I was like, it kind of is like a Dillard's after, like, you know, a big sell at Dillard's when they would just have stuff everywhere. No one was putting it away because Dillard's was always understaffed. Yeah. I swear in my life there was like always people at the makeup perfume section, but you could not find someone anywhere else. Macy's was also like that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, that is the sort of chaotic energy I get from Mary's closet. It's like a Nordstrom rack mm. that hasn't changed since 1997. Oh, yeah. That's really like good. Like a frozen in time Nordstrom rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see a single thing in that room where I thought, man, I wish I owned that. Like, she goes on and on and on about how designer her collections are. And I'm like, you picked the worst possible items from yeah. every designer. The worst. This is like the Countess from The Real Housewives of New York has a song called Money Can't Buy You Class. And it's, I mean, if you haven't listened to it, I just can't <laughs> recommend it enough. It's like, money can't buy you class. You're born with it. Anyway, that sounds like it's a bad rendition. It's actually spot on. And that's what I think about Mary's wardrobe. Yeah, it's like, hideous. It doesn't, oh, you're, and I, you know what else I really don't like about Mary? I'm glad we're talking about this. Please. Mary does this thing where she says something absurd to camera, such as, I'm going to have to buy an apartment just for my clothes. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's an absurd statement. Ha mm-hmm. ha. But then she looks right into camera with her soulless eyes. She stares right down and says, I'm serious. I'm going to have to buy an Can apartment. Can you believe Can you it? believe it? And I'm like, you're not likable. No. You're not. You have. There's no light in your eyes, Mary. As my mom used to say about a boy I used to date when I was 20, there's no light in his eyes. And she was right. And that's how I feel about Mary. There's no light there. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. It is dark. <sighs> so Whitney calls Mary. Yeah. And because Whitney like wants to make sure that what she was telling Jen that made Jen explode was, in fact, the truth. And I feel like she should have verified prior Before. to blowing up Jen's life. But yeah. whatever. That's what Sarah should have been telling her. <laughs> well, by the I way, mean, honestly, it's on Whitney for like even listening to Sarah in the first place. Like, I think about Whitney. How dumb are you? If you're a puppet of Mary and Sarah. Yeah, that's a bad place to be. You're not, and which is such a bummer because we had high hopes for Whitney, Meg, you and I. I mean, am I completely ruling Whitney out? No. I mean, she's doing her job, which is to be aggravating. Yeah. But I will say there was a while there when I'm like, is Whitney secretly smart? Because she has some good birds. And now I'm just like, I think Whitney's an idiot again. I think Whitney's listened to a lot of self-help books. And that's where her, that's how she appears smart. Yeah, maybe. I think maybe I was like, shame on me is how I feel about this situation. (laughs) I mean, I'm still in a position to be like, you know, Shame on me, because, like, she's fooled me, I guess, but we'll see. She fooled me. Uh, So Mary's like, no, yeah, they totally told me that, which, like, I don't know. Mary, is she, I don't, 
what is she say? She and any given time, she's just spouting nonsense. Like, why would anyone listen to Mary? I don't get it. It makes no sense. And for her just to be like, I always tell the truth. I'm like, do you, Mary? Because your whole backstory is filled with a lot of gaps <laughs> that I wonder. Like, remember when she told us about her sweat glands? Do we need to go back to that? Because you know what's like, wild? She has never on camera said that she divorced who she was married to to marry her grandfather. She acts like she wasn't even married before. It's crazy. I don't get it. I don't get Mary. I think Winnie's an idiot. I think like the fact that Mary was like, well, I wouldn't have brought it up at her husband's party. It's like, uh, this is really a blind leading the blinder kind of situation, but worse because they're terrible people. Yes. (laughs) 100 percent so and that's all we see of mary she got like two minutes yeah so are we phasing mary out i mean i read shout out to the real housewives of salt lake city instagram account they do Mm -hmm. a really good job uh they said that we are going to be seeing less and less of mary i don't think she's even on the cast trip yeah she didn't seem to be um and so sorry i was looking something up um we're gonna. We probably won't see any more of her moving forward. She better be at the reunion, though. So help oh, she'll be me. at the reunion. So help, but me. they are absolutely gonna replace her, right? I think they have to. She's just too crazy. She's a liability. She's too mentally unwell. Yeah, and there's been some real mentally unwell housewives. <laughs> I have seen it. There have been some real situations, but yeah. not. But Mary's like again. It's just sad. She's sad. It's sad. It's it's like like I said, I feel complicit watching it. I'm like I'm perpetuating this person's lifestyle, which is clearly destructive. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about something else that's stupid? Yeah. Heather's live live love lab. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Heather, we go see Heather on site at the new beauty lab. Mm-hmm. Um. Where she immediately shows us. I can't roll my eyes enough about the architecture they keep. You know how Meg. I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it a million times. The architecture they show from Utah just really humiliates me. And this is really the cherry on top for the Sunday of just terrible taste from Heather, who has tiled into her floor, live, laugh, love, lab. Yeah. Live, love, lab. Live, love, lab. It doesn't even make sense. It does. And then she was like, it's just such an Instagram moment. I'm like, who in the hell is going into a bathroom and just taking a picture? Like, you know what? An Instagram moment usually has your face in it. It's bad. It's really bad. And her puffer jacket, she has a puffer jacket that says Beauty Lab Laser. It's just embarrassing. Heather. But I am excited for these two, for Heather and Dre, Dre. not Dr., just Dre, uh, to get their own space. It looks like it's not going to be in a a strip mall anymore. I thought it was right next to the old one. Oh, was it? (laughs) But I am dying to find out. Maybe it's not in an old Papa Murphy's anymore. Once that smells on those items, you might take your equipment out of that Papa Murphy's, but that smell will go with you. You can take the Papa Murphy's out of the strip mall, but you can't. What? No. Okay. Yeah. So. Exactly. (laughs) Got lost in my thought. So, uh, Heather talks about... How could she never could have done this when she was married and how her job was to make Billy feel like a man, Oh my gosh. which I'm like, I, I don't know, Heather, did you ever ask? Like, did you try to do this? I don't know. Heather, also, you're right. You couldn't have done this because he's funding it. You're you're getting alimony. You use week. your alimony to have this business. The capital for Beauty Lab Laser came from Billy. It sounds like the capital and the payroll still. Yeah. So... I don't know. Heather, I really wish she would stop talking about Billy. Not because I care about him. I don't care about him. You know how I feel about his sketchers. (laughs) But I just am like, stop making him part of your story. Because one, I actually do kind of think you're being a little horrible to him when you act like you want to have a relationship with him. And then you say these things on camera that make him sound like truly the biggest misogynist. Yeah. Which he probably is. Sure. But like, I don't know. I guess I... I'd like to think if the father of my kids was around, I wouldn't bash him on national TV and hope we would still, like, have an an okay relationship. Right. And how much more enjoyable would it be to watch her if she was just like, yeah, I'm a divorced woman and here's what I'm doing now. Like, if she was not—literally every episode, she's rehashed this marriage 
and I'm bored. Yeah. She also says she'll get in trouble for speaking up. And I was like, Heather, where are your parents? Because as your therapist, you have childhood things. Yeah, I think a lot of this blame falls with her parents. And boy, I wish she'd go to therapy. I mean, and if she is... You need a new therapist. You need someone new. They're doing because a bad job. your therapist is really not, she's doing you dirty because your therapist should be telling you, you need better boundaries as a person. You will be more confident. Let me give you a tip, Meg. When you set boundaries and you see that you keep them, it helps you grow in confidence mm-hmm. because you're like, you know what? Yeah, I do what I want in the way I want to. And I feel good about myself. And that is that to me is a real problem for Heather. Yeah. She doesn't do what she wants in the way she wants to. She also voluntarily falls on the sword when no one asks her to. No one wanted her to, even. All the time. Yeah, she needs to, like, you're boring. Yeah. Heather, you're boring. I know. I just I just want her to be fun. I want to watch fun Heather on yeah. TV. It would be such a delight to watch fun Heather. Yeah, I do think that Heather, when she is fun, she is a good time she's gal. She's a great time. Yeah, but she's got to let go of some shit. Yeah. Uh, so, the... These two couples, I think, think they're they're like the elite oh my arm of the Real Housewives. The Seth and Mer- yeah, Seth and <laughs> Meredith and Lisa and John, who dine at what was it? Kuchina. Kuchina. Tis- Have you ever been there? Um, I think I went there once. It's on Third, right? Yeah, but across from the Greek Festival place. Yeah, Do you yeah, remember? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah, it's good. I've, I've never been. Um, it's like classic that they're going there in like vaulters yeah it's like you guys are moms <laughs> you yes. guys are moms yes, you're in your 40s you're in your 40s and you're doing mom <laughs> stuff you're ordering family style which ugh, i actually got a little ping in my heart like oh remember family yes. style yes someone today mentioned cold diet coke and chips and salsa at a restaurant and i'm ugh. not kidding i shed a tear the days they were the days ah uh, we'll get back there we maybe will. just get get Put that vaccine in me now. I don't care. Well, why are you giving Big Pharma a voice, Meg? (laughs) Sarah was right about you. (laughs) That's what it means. She's not going to get vaccinated. (laughs) She's definitely not going to get vaccinated. Come on, Sarah. We need herd immunity. Get on board. All right. So Seth and Meredith are waiting for Lisa and John. They make out a little at the table. They're being disgusting. And I'm like, you guys are in your 40s. Knock it off. Like, I do have an issue with intimacy. Which sure. is hilarious for our Bridgerton podcast. <laughs> As in, I get embarrassed seeing it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's too vulnerable. <laughs> and so I'm willing cards on the table. I do have the thing with like in- intimacy on TV. That being said, they just seem so contrived. Yes. It's just not... I wanted to... Remember when Seth truly seemed devastated? Yeah. And I rooted in my head for him. Like, yeah. I hope they get back together. Now I'm like, you know what? Go back to Ohio, Seth, because you're gross. Let's give you your Academy Award and get you out of here. Maybe even an Emmy. Either way, get out of here. Yeah. But then uh, Lisa shows up, which Lisa's wearing Ballman. They're Ballman twins. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's Ballman. Although... How'd you find that out? You just know? Fashion. I'm a real... Like, <laughs> I guess, Meg, you could say class knows class. Yes, you could. <laughs> I for sure didn't know. Class knows class. Am I right, Lisa? Which she proclaims that about the two of them. And it killed me that they're like Bauman twins because Meredith is in like just such a hilarious version of it. It's like very booby. Like she's not wearing anything underneath this. It's a very cool jacket. I'm into the jacket. Yeah, no, they're double-breasted Bauman's are are awesome. Out. Lisa looked better. Lisa was the upper hand here at dinner. Meredith posted a picture of herself in that outfit that looks so insane. I need you guys to search it out. She looks like she's in stilts. And I'm like, Brooks clearly took this picture. My friend Tracy sent it to me. She looks like she's wearing stilts, does she She not? She does. She absolutely does. It's just insane. So, I don't know. There's this thing about Meredith that she's, like, not from Utah, right? Yeah. But then why do you have Utah microblade brows? Because, in my opinion, you're from Utah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um... She also has that—this is this point where we see her wet hair confessional look, and I just loathe it. I— do not like it. I at do not. All. No, it looks very bad. She is it's a beautiful gross. woman, but that look on her it's looks gross. like it's a gross. bride that someone took to the river and drowned, and then the bride she's came haunting. back to life she's and a, is doing Real Housewives. Yeah, she's a specter bride. She like 
I think a lot about what I would wear uh, in confessional. Well, yeah, because that's with you the whole season. The whole season. The whole season. And if you want to see just perfect confessionals, Erica Jane from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills knocks it out of the park every single time. And And the reason she does is because she's trendy. But so it, it it tells you the time period, which yeah. I think is important. Yeah, historical. But it still looks like you look good in five years. I'm yeah. like Meredith Mark saw Kim Kardashian's Met Met Gala look with Bad. that weird wet hair, Bad. and she was like, "Yeah, that." I who's your friend? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. She's pretty, and I hate it. I hate can I it. tell you something very embarrassing? Please, my favorite confessional look from this episode was one from Mary. Mary had like a cool black jacket and then she had a top that had some big brass buttons on it. It looked sharp. I do remember that. I must have blocked it out because when I was thinking about it, I was like, I guess Lisa in that (laughs) weird sheer her ice ice skater purple it's lavender she's yes. got a matching lavender bra and a like, leather skirt on I, I guess that's it that's the best one yeah no it's probably mary you're right because freaking heathers in that like deb do you remember that that dress shop deb it was only prom in like quinceanera dresses at the south yes. town mall yes 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 um, or like frenzy bridal <laughs> like that's like that is where heather got her one shoulder ruffled uh-huh. turquoise top uh-huh. and she's also got like the animal print that isn't that's like just it looks like she's wearing a tablecloth yeah it's a bad look and like jen's really leaning into versace versace <laughs> I know it's Versace, <laughs> but Jen's really leaning in. She's got a choker. She's all Versace out. It's very editorial. Ve- uh, it's kind of tacky. It's says yeah. new- it screams new money. It's very big. Yes, but it's very Jen. It's it's a Project Runway look that like only the bad judges would like. Mm-hmm. Heidi Klum would be really into yeah, it. She's tacky. Yeah, Heidi Klum always likes the bad stuff. Yeah, she does. And then, you know, we have Whitney, who's like a blow-up sex doll. That one dress, it stresses me out every time. It's going to fall off her boot. We're going to see your nipple. Like, I'm sure while they were filming, they had to do multiple takes for all the time she was in the middle of saying something. And, and her breast just fell out. It's, yeah. it's a pop. Um, she does look good with that high pony, though. That confessional look. I still don't like it, but I do like her in a high the, pony. The, like, prairie woman with yeah, the ringlets. I can't. my vibe. I can't. It's so jarring because it'll go from a scene of her being, like, pretty normal looking yeah. with her short hair and, like, athleisure on to her in a prairie dress with a high pony and ringlets and, like, very fresh Botox. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I still kind of like it. There I said it. I li- I'm into a look that hey, could be a pioneer. Agree to disagree. Um, well, yeah, you're right. But at dinner, then Lisa gets the good news about her life that Meredith and Seth are officially back together. Yeah. And you know what? Sue me. But I do think Lisa was giving Meredith some good marriage advice when they were at that very nice looking spot, which is important to keep in your brain for the next thing that happens. Uh-huh. Lisa and Meredith go to, I think it's a Deer Valley spa. Is that what it is? I think it is. No, no, not Deer Valley. Sorry. Montage. Um, no, not Montage. I thought it was the one Solitude. Oh, I've never been, so I don't know. Is that the one that's outdoors? It looked it looked lodgy. Yeah. It looked like it could have been Sundance or Montage or something. Solitude. What's that one? You know it has that outdoor pool. Uh, That's the Montage, right? No, that's a different. I'm thinking, yeah, the Montage. Yes, yes. And there's this other one I'm specifically Stein thinking Erickson? of. Stein Erickson? No, it's a ski resort. Anyway, I'll think about it and I'll tell you. But okay. they, um, she gives her good marriage advice. And I think, you know I don't what? remember what she said. What did she say? She was just like, marriage is hard. And when two people, like, it's ups and downs. And you can either get committed or you cannot. But you can work it out if you want. And I was like, that is good. So she has, to me, solid, just duh, advice. Yeah. Which we, do. we don't get enough of. I do feel like every time Lisa says something bitchy, she's kind of winking at the camera. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's maybe the worst at playing bitchy and i bet that in real life she's like pretty normal yeah i think she probably is i think that no no i don't think she's normal in real life i think that lisa is people i know i've done events with different influencers and they're Mm -hmm. all very lisa which is like there's this polish that's just very not authentic okay and it makes it hard to like them because it's like who they are is their whole business right and lisa's like she's her whole business is how i think she feels 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's, a, I mean, that's a tough life and I don't envy it. I think that's no. hard because no. you're selling yourself all the time. No, I want to get sloppy sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you, you can't, you can't be fun. Uh, I went to a party like that and it was a favorite things party and I brought this thing. It's called a cup cozy and I'm going to describe it to you what it is. It's a pillow that has holes in it for your drinks. Awesome. And remotes. And yeah. I thought, this is my favorite thing all year. Yeah. No one wanted it. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I think that just says it all, okay? Emily. Because it's not great looking, but it was the most functional thing. Yeah. If you love TV, which we do, a cup cozy, I like to watch TV in my bed. Sure. So where am I going to put my cup? Yeah, I mean, mine's always on the nightstand, but then I got that ring issue. Yeah. Yeah, it gets, so you should get, you know what, I'm going to send you a cup cozy. You know what, Emily, if I had been at that party, <laughs> I would have picked the cup cozy. You and that have. proves why I'm not an influencer. This is why we can't be influencers. And thank and goodness. So there's that. I will say there is just something for me that's artificial about Lisa and Meredith. That being said, by the end of the episode, I was like, yeah, if I'm choosing friends, I'm going with Lisa and Meredith. Because what happens next was just a travesty. And I can tell you right now, if my friend was Whitney and she put me in that situation where I had to drive to Monroe, Utah to meet up at a quote unquote spa, I would never talk to that person again in my life. I'm embarrassed to admit it took me 20 minutes staring at the map of Utah to figure out where Monroe was. What? That's not embarrassing because it's nowhere. It's nowhere. It's literally in the middle of it, nowhere. Like when Jen's driving and she was like, I don't want to live out here. I'm like, yeah, who would? Yeah. And you can and say no that. one does. No one from Monroe listens to this podcast. No. no one from Monroe watches this show. And I can tell you right now, Jen, you no one wants to live there. I'm just, what producer put them up to this? Like, Whitney, what? I swear it was Whitney. I you think, think Whitney found this mystic hot springs? Yes, I do, because Whitney's an idiot. And I can see her in her head being like, oh, this is like really hippie. And like, it's going to take Jen out of her comfort zone. And I want to show this side of me, this really organic, natural side. Like, I feel like Whitney thinks that about herself. Oh, boy. Because I, minute I walk into that building, I'm immediately walking out. Like, I don't care whose feelings I'm hurting, that front desk person, sorry, I'm not doing it. No, I would, no, as soon as you told me, and like, I'm in Provo, so it's only two hours from me. Yeah. No way in this good green earth am I driving to Monroe. You care about me? Take me to Corridor. Take me to Sundance. Obviously. obviously. Why? I don't like those tubs. They're gross and dirty. And you know what's not relaxing? Hiking down a mountain in wet feet. Yeah. All, no, you got mud feet. And hot springs always have that sulfur oh, smell. It's disgusting. You always... This might only be true for me, but you always get a yeast infection in a hot spring. You know, it, it hasn't happened to me, but I believe <laughs> we'll you. We'll throw off your Like you said, balance. you're sickly, so maybe you're more prone. <laughs> no, that sulfur pulls off your balance. So Whitney was like, Jen, I want to say I'm sorry. Come meet me at a spa. Jen says, sure. They drive to the spa in Monroe. It is literally, I can't stress this enough. It is my nightmare. They have cabins you can sleep at. Yeah. They have buses they've converted to beds you can sleep in. Why in the world? What is wrong with you? Meg, I looked into this because I thought maybe I should try to be, maybe I should, maybe I'd go there. No, no way in hell would I go there. There's no running water in the in the cabins. Nope. Nope. You have to nope. go to a community nope. bathroom. Nope. That's not a spa. No, it's not a spa. That's girls camp. Oh, it's an experience that you don't, I don't want. No, no. Absolutely not. Have and it, uh, not that, like, think of Jen Shaw. Think of an experience Jen Shaw would like. And this is the exact opposite. Like, I thought you wanted her to be your friend. Yeah. You just showed her, I don't know or care about you at all. And so Jen Shaw is pissed when she shows up. Yes, yeah, same. I was pissed for like, her. It's derelict. Like, there are abandoned buses and, like, creepy, creepy stuffed animals and these weird wooden face. Things. It's just it, there's, there's a like dog down a multiple dress. dogs in the office. I have a dog. I love dogs, but like these are like she has like a dog in her sweater. The employee Which does. I'm not against, but the way she goes about it, I feel like it's the kind of place. It's like we're weird, we're quirky. Deal with it. Yeah, like we don't keep this your, place clean. Yeah, you go. Oh, are you here to relax? Here's some dirty bathtubs. And yeah. by the way. Bathtubs are disgusting. Yeah. To share, does that water get filled? No, it just keeps getting filled. So you go in, they have two-hour time blocks. You go in two hours after someone else. You're just sitting in their gross bathtub. Can I tell you how much I hate baths? 
How much? So much. We're building a house right now. We're not even putting a tub in our bathroom. Wow, that is a commitment, Meg. Right? But I never bathe because I'm like, what do I do in here? I'm in a bunch of hot water. Now what? Okay, well, we don't have a bathtub, and I actually sometimes am like, I wish I had a bathtub. But I'd would like you to relax. use it? Clearly not. No. I think, but if it was just me, who I'm the only person in the world who used it, yes, I would. Because okay. then it's as clean as I left it. But sure. the, and, that's and then the it's issue. just your stuff And then in it's there. just my own. But yeah. even then, I remember being like 18 and shaving my legs in a bathtub and realizing like this was a huge mistake. There's hair in here There's now. just hair in your bathtub. Yeah. So you always have to take a shower. Either way, that bathtub spa is offensive <laughs> to people who like to relax. It's not a spa. Calling it a spa was a crime at a minimum. Like yeah. this is, these are three tubs of hot water. You really misled Jen here. I hate it. I hate it. I hate Whitney's face during all of it. Whitney says, like, Whitney then proceeds to take absolutely no accountability for her own actions, which Whitney keeps saying Jen wants to blame other people. Yeah, of course. Yeah, duh, because she feels like an idiot. But she, Jen should have been like, yeah, I didn't need to throw a cup. I was really upset. I didn't need to get that upset. But more than anything, you did not need to tell me that at my husband's birthday party. Right. And she has a point. And Whitney's making these faces that Jen tells her she's going to drown her. And you know what? Great. I wouldn't even put her on trial for murder. Here's the thing. I bet. I bet that Whitney has listened to Glennon Doyle on a podcast and Glennon Doyle's like, be untamed. And so now Whitney's like, no, I don't have to accept responsibility for this thing. I'm a freaking cheetah. And so Mm. I'm going to do what I want to do and I'm going to respect myself, which like take responsibility. Yeah, but she's a cheetah like Kristen Wiig is a cheetah in that Wonder Woman movie. (laughs) Tacky, bad fur, and gross faces. She's terrible in this and yeah. you know what i had a flashback while i was watching this remember and whitney was talking about how she got divorced and how her family rejected her mm-hmm. and it's like oh we're meant to feel bad for you you left have half of the story which is you had an affair with a guy who is married and has multiple children right you worked for him you sexed with him you also by the way had a husband you got pregnant and then you're mad that no one supported you yeah because like you make bad life decisions that's what i mean like the whole untamed like just be your wild self. It's like, no, actually, sometimes your actions affect other people. No, actually, you know? sometimes you're a dick. Yeah. And you know what? That's fine because sometimes I am too. But just say, like, yeah, I, that was a bad move. But the thing that really frustrates me about Whitney is she thinks, like, I'm a free bird, whatever. But then, like, if people dare to say anything about, like, possibly taking a break in a cage, she's mad. And I'm like, you want to be a free bird? Then go and don't project on people. Yes. But she has some audacity because she was like, Jen just loves to project. And I'm like, Jen is explosive. She is sloppy. She's a sad person in her heart right now. Yes. She is acting out. Yes. All of those things are very true. But she is not like I think Whitney is manipulative. I think so, too. And I think it's gross and I don't like it. I don't like when people think they can do whatever they want and then be like, deal with it. Well, they call it empowerment. And it's like, but Be empowered, but also be conscientious. Yeah, it's one thing to not care what people think about you. That's great. That's fine. But it's another thing to not care what you think about you. You should care how you're treating other people. Yeah, Whitney's the worst. She had a rough episode. I did not like her. I don't like that spot. I don't want to be there. And, like, Heather, your extensions are looking terrible. (laughs) On a side note. You need to pull your hair into a high ponytail and hide them. <sighs> Britney Spears style extensions from Heather. Yeah. Also, yeah, never mind. Uh, no, go ahead. I just, <laughs> it was like a lot of Whitney on screen. And I admire the confidence, but I was like, I don't need to see all of Whitney's butt. Like, and I did. You showed me your entire butt. Like, Whitney, you look great. You look great. You look great. Please stop showing me your butt. We don't care. Like, you're you're making ugly faces, and we don't care about your butt. I do think that Jen's hand is their own language. Like, mm. when Jen talks with her hands, I'm like, I feel like she knows a second language. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. She's expressive. It's an art. It is an art. She does the same motion a lot, but it means different things, you can tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So Jen gets pissed, of course, as she should, because Whitney will not just say, you're right, I shouldn't have brought up at your husband's party. She says, roll your eyes over there one more time and I will drown you, bitch. And again, <laughs> I say, I would not 
put her in front of a judge because Whitney had it coming. But is there anything worse in your when someone rolls their eyes at me, I go to an eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. Even like That's a bad. child. If a child, I'm like, don't you roll your eyes at me. I can see you. You know, I can see you. <sighs> I hate that. It's so rude. It's so rude. It's, it's just very so rude. rude. So Jen not only uh, lashes out at Whitney, but she splashes the camera. Yeah, yeah, which was fun to see. A little behind the scenes. Don't totally understand why. I think she's just mad. Yeah. These people are like trying to make her famous, though. I I don't think she meant it like. I don't think she meant. I don't think in her head she was like, and now I will splash the camera. I think she just was using her hands. She was just doing it. And then all of a sudden she splashed the camera. Again, like, let's find some emotional regulation tools. Yeah, duh, of course. But like. Meg, life is hard, okay? Life is hard. <laughs> Don't splash the expensive equipment. The producer asked, why did you splash the equipment? And then she says, no effing filming in a tub, which but killed me. The other week she was wearing, like, pretty much just pasties and, like, a mesh swimsuit on camera voluntarily. Like, I don't understand the logic. Have we talked about when she was wearing that swimsuit? At the hot tub, how someone is like, I swear to you, that is the community center hot tub that that Jen and Whitney are in at daybreak. <laughs> and this is our friend, you know, our friend Charisse is the one who is like, I'm telling you, that is the community hot tub. And she has brought it up numerous times. Oh, my gosh. She's I pretty positive. That. And it killed me even more. That's amazing. They they got in their swimsuits, made it look like they were going into Whitney's backyard and went to like the rec center, the, the clubhouse. Com- the daybreak clubhouse or whatever. Oh, I love it. I mean, someone can confirm or deny that, but I will say our friend is very convinced it's the community tub. Incredible. Which kills me. All right. So Heather tries to be like, no, guys, it's my fault. And Jen's like, no one believes you, Heather. This isn't your fault. This is clearly Whitney's fault. Yeah. But then Heather's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and like make this about me as quick as possible. That's what she's always does. And And it works. Yeah. In a she, she just seems so pathetic. I'm sorry, Heather, I like you, but you seem so pathetic. She does. It seems so sad and let pathetic. Let your friend, let leave your cousin out to dry. She made her own freaking bed. Yeah. Leave her out there. Leave her in her bed. You don't, but then Heather starts crying about how she's terrified of losing her friendship with Jen. But then there's this like whole element where I'm like, I don't think she actually even likes Jen. Because she'll list out things she doesn't like about Jen. And I'm like, that's a pretty big part of her personality. Does she only have one friend? Is it Jen? Well, what about Dre, her partner? No, well, okay. she seems and cool and even. Does killed? Dre count as like a friend of the housewives? Because she's on it quite a bit. Yeah, I think. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe I don't know how they they decipher because it's like her and, purpose is because she's her partner, right? Not just because she's another friend to bring in the. Mix. Are the friends on the payroll? I think the friends get paid per episode. Okay. okay. So Dre probably doesn't. I don't think Jade because she gets like instead they're getting like yeah. advertisements promotion. Anyway, I don't know Heather. I just think you got to get your extensions right and your confidence. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else to really say about it. So they eventually make up, kind of, and um, kind of Jen accepts Whitney's apology. Yeah, but whatever. in the way that Jen accepts apologies, like she technically accepted Mary's apology, but. Did She'll it. bring it up again. Yeah, it's coming back. We're going to Vegas next week, and I would pay one million dollars if someone if she didn't bring it up. She's gonna oh, bring it up for sure. Coming. It's gonna come up. Uh, meanwhile, Lisa has planned an exclusive dinner with her girlfriends, who she finds inspirational, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. who um, build each other up, build each other up, and don't tear each other down or throw cups. And the only housewife she's invited is Meredith, and then she's invited some Instagram people. Yeah, but she is having, like, what looks to be a cool dinner at the You're at Blue Sky with a private chef. And at that moment, I was like... It's Blue Sky, not Big Sky, right? I think it's Blue Sky, yeah. Because the subtitles said Big Sky. Like Montana? I don't know. The subtitles are, you know, often wrong. I will say, though, at that moment, I was like, yeah, I would rather be friends with Lisa and Meredith, too. Oh, I want to go to that yurt dinner. It looks amazing. Yeah. Like, if first of all, they went to a nice spa together, and then they went and had a nice yurt dinner. Like, you're right. No, they're lucks. Heather, you're right. I would rather be friends with them because your outings suck. We're sitting in dirty tubs with with your cousin making skank face. Skank face? Stank face. One of the same. A little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, so they're having a, a dinner all catered around Vita Tequila. Ugh. A little. Is tequila even a drink you have with like a nice dinner? 
it seems like they were doing different things with it to make like he was saying, you know, like, let's make a margarita. And sure. But even then, isn't margarita like a cocktail for cocktail hour and not like the drink you have with trout? I don't want to show my ignorance. I don't know anything. Neither do um, I. But like tequila just is like a very senior frogs moment yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. But also George Clooney has that tequila company. But he's not like, here, pair this with your appetizer I think salad, he is. is he? I think he is. I thought he was the coffee guy. Didn't he do, like, Nespresso stuff for a while? Maybe, but he does have that Casa Amigos. Oh, with, that's true. Uh, you know, Randy Gerber, a.k.a. Cindy Crawford's husband. Oh. They're partners in it. I'm what fascinated does by that. Ryan Reynolds own? Is it like That's a, gin. Gin. Yeah. That's right. Why do I know all this? Don't, not, can't say for sure. I am very fascinated by the Clooney Crawford power couple. That's a, that's incredible. Yeah. I like hearing when celebrities are friends that you didn't expect. Well, and I also like that George Clooney's like, I don't really want to do movies anymore. I think I'm going to go run this tequila company. Good yeah. for you, George. You know what? He seems cool. <laughs> he does seem cool. His wife is super cool. Yeah, she also seems cool. I'll agree. Uh, cool couple. Anyway. Anyway, back to other cool couples. We're in the yurt. We're in the yurt with these uh, movers and shakers of the Utah all bl- Instagram. All blonde. All they bl- all look the exact same. <laughs> I'm like, do you think Meredith and Lisa were like, let's be the only brunettes, okay? Sure. <laughs> um, I think the most important guest at this dinner is Angie Harrington. Who Angie. is yep. another of the women who had been rumored to be a part of the cast. Like, a lot I, of talk. I, she was... For sure, in my book. I followed her on Instagram. I was, like, doing reconnaissance. Like, I was, like, you know, ready for Angie. And yeah. then she wasn't announced as part of the cast. But Angie had said from the get she was just a friend. I know, but why? Um, I don't know because I, I don't know Angie personally. I, I have friends who are very good friends with her. Yeah. And from everything I've heard, she's a hoot. She seems Everyone like a hoot. Everyone says she's very funny. And yeah. like some uh, friends that are good friends with her are some of the funniest girlfriends I have. Yeah. And they're like, Angie's fun. She's funny. And she seems fun and funny. So I don't know why. I mean, I know she had like had a baby. Is that is that a reason? Maybe she just wasn't compelling enough. What's more housewife than having a baby? I don't know. I, I mean, mean, this person is a million times more interesting than Meredith Marks already. hundred percent. She pops on camera. She does. She had this cool leather top on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't wear it, but it looks great on her. Like, she's fun. They gave this toast, and Lisa was like, to friendship, and Angie was like, to boobs. And, like, I laughed, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. She seems to have some low-hanging funny fruit, and yeah. I'm here for it. I hope she's back. Uh, the internet wants her back. Everyone on the internet was, like, about her today, yeah. which I loved. She, and, like, I went over to her Instagram just to see what she's up to, see if she'd say anything. Being very gracious. She well, kept saying, and also posting all the stories that were like, cast Angie on yeah. season two. But also was like, yeah, you blinked and you missed me, but I was there. And then she reshared a story of her ordering Schwann's. Her friend filmed her just, or you know, that frozen food. Yeah, Schwann's. I love Schwann's. Well, Great so drumsticks. So I guess you guys have something to talk about. She just Wait, she to, ordered it today. Yeah, her friend filmed her just talking to the Schwan man ordering Good food. Good corn dogs too. You, Angie, get over here, girl, because <laughs> you are doing it for Meg. So I, I can't figure out why she wasn't part of this cast season one. You and I talked. Maybe it's because uh, her ex Brett was supposed to be on the Bachelorette, but then they recast that to man. But that would have been better. She has. This, I know. I know. I think she has a very interesting story. Can you it's tell not us her married, story? It's not married your grandpa. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. Married to a he's handsome, Brett. Her. Yeah. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not for me, but I mean, I he think was going to be on The Bachelorette. Yeah, yeah. Objectively, he's a good looking guy. They don't put on The Bachelorette. No, no. And I would say that his, I mean, we're talking Mormon royalty. I don't, I think he's an Ingaman. He's an Ingaman. His sister was married to Larry King. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. That's where I'm like, get this girl on the show. Yeah. Uh, his brother, right. Yeah, his brother was my Sunday school teacher growing and? up. We were very mean to him. He walked out once because we were being too obnoxious. Mm, does he have star power though? Would you would you cast him? He yeah, oh absolutely. And he was in this eighties band. Oh, forgot the name cool. of it. Uh, but they had that one song. You're like a butterfly. Da, 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 da. And what you want me to be? Yeah, that was his band. Want you? Yeah. yeah. So she's interesting. 
Totally. Like, I'm like, she has an interesting story. Now she has a new husband who used to have a different wife. And he's a big tech guy. He was at Domo. He was a Domo bro for a long time. And then he left to go do whatever he does now. I think he was at Inside Cells, which he renamed to Zant. Why? Great question. Why? Why? Also, she named her son Hart, <laughs> which I can't get into. I can't. H-E-A-R-T? H-A-R-T. Mm. Hart Harrington. Mm. Huh. Um, yeah, her, she, I think she's interesting. I think there is, like, a, a real opportunity. She's a blogger, but I think she... Is she a blogger? I couldn't even find a link in her profile. <sighs> oh, yeah, dog. She used to have the... Her Instagram used to be the Fashion Fuse. Oh, boy. A lot of Fendi. Um, lately, she's been doing other stuff. She looks great. Uh, I will say she seems... Like, she posts not flattering things about herself, like ordering schwans with no makeup. She's fun. Yeah. That's where I'm like, she's, for me, kind of is a better version of Lisa, where I do think, like, she's a blogger, she's that aware, she looks cool, she dresses interesting, but she has, like, a better self-awareness and humor. Well, and it kind of, like, bridges that gap between, like, what we've talked about, the actual Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, like, these young bloggers, but she drinks, and so it would be, like... Better? Yeah. She's fun to watch on TV. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean... We all now know why Sarah's not. But yeah. also, to be honest, like, Sarah would have gotten old for us. Let's be honest. I don't think Sarah's yeah. sustainable. She's annoying. She's like a Twinkie. Like, you want one once a year. Yeah, she's funny, but she's perfect bopping in and out. She's not a sustainable person I want to watch on repeat. I, From what I've seen from Angie, she has levels. Because she's smart. Because she is smart. And yeah. she's fun. And so yeah. I'm like, let's get her on here. I Absolutely. hope she is. Trade out Mary. Pray for season two. Also Meredith. Sorry, but I could do without Meredith. I mean. I know. And we're like not even getting any Brooks. So, uh, yeah. It's not even worth it. Yeah. Um, okay. And then to close out the episode, we get a confrontation. It's not really a confrontation, but... Uh, it's actually pretty sweet, I think. Yeah. Uh, a talk between Jen and Sharif. Sharif comes home after four days of being gone. He's like, look, I was angry. I needed some space and some time. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like, why have you been acting like that? Why are you drinking so much? And she's like, well, I'm numbing the pain. You're never here. I'm still mourning my dad. You were at his funeral. I had to make all these hard decisions without you. And he seems to understand that for the first time. I mean. I, th- I think this is the first time she's told him. But, like, is this the first time they've had this conversation? Or did they have this conversation and then the producers were like, great, can you have this conversation again? I, I don't know. I'm I'm a... Are you a, a, a willing, opti- a willing, naive person sure. here? You like the WWE model. This is all of real. Course. Sure. Yes, because the thing is also, Jen was washing her face, and I hate to say this, but Jen might not have great skin. Okay, but I actually thought sitting on the bed talking with Sharif, she looked good. She didn't have the fake lashes on. She didn't have the eye makeup on. Yeah, I can't. I can't quite. There is just, like, it didn't look great in the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe she put lotion on. I don't know. So there was enough about that that felt real because I feel like Jen would have put on a concealer if she knew she was going to have that conversation again. Good point. Good point. I also felt like Sharif was very raw. Yeah. Like, he seemed very tender. He did. I just love Sharif. I can't stress this enough. I just really think he's the nicest housewife we've ever had. Sorry, John. It's Sharif. He's just like very level-headed. I like him a lot. And they're a good balance and they're good TV that way. We couldn't have more of Sharif because like we do need Jen to get sloppy. Like yeah. she's car- freaking, she, her back must kill because she's carrying this entire show. Oh, absolutely. I mean, every episode we kind of don't like someone like Heather. We liked Heather for a while and Heather got boring. Like yeah. Jen is not getting boring. Right. She got kind of redundant, of course, but... She's doing everything here. She is. She's keeping all the storylines active and yeah. going. Oh, yeah. Without and Jen, there's no Mary. Who gives a crap about Mary? Because yeah. no one's calling her a grandpa in her courser. <laughs> Without Jen, there's no tea about Meredith's marriage, which, like, I hope. I can't wait to, to, for that to happen at the reunion when Meredith finds out that Jen did say something. Yeah. Uh, to, and not to Whitney as her confessional. That's where I'm like, she didn't actually say something specific to Whitney. She alluded, and it was, like, bitchy, of course. But she just straight up told us to camera the whole story. Right. <laughs> oh, man, Jen's the best. So I did think this was real. And I do think, like, again, I see too much of myself in Jen, which sounds like I'm complimenting myself. But it's just her worst parts. Grief is wild. It's a wild yeah. ride. And it's yeah. not. 
I think that people like Whitney or Heather, like, she needs to get it together. Her dad's dead already. Like, stop acting out. And that seems true until you have gone through the process. Yeah. And then you're like, let's give this girl grace because she is trying. I think she's trying. She's taking meds. Yeah. She probably sees a therapist. She got Stuart. He seemed like an even killed guy. So I think she's trying. I just think it's really hard. I think I it's think really so hard. I and, think so and she's doing great showing us levels. Well, and she needs to be doing what she's doing for the show. So Yeah, she's the only person. She's just a bit broken right now. Yeah. Understandably. But I care about her. <sighs> and I'm not We all take care it about Jen. Um and we care about what's gonna happen next week when they take their cast trip. I mean, are they going to stretch that thing three episodes? Is that what the last three are going to be? I bet they have two episodes cast trip and one episode repercussions from cast trip. Sure. Um, I will say, do you think when I was watching this episode and now I know, you know, like with whatever, within two weeks, the world's about to shut down for them. How pissed are they that A, they went to Vegas and B, how mad is Jen that like probably one of the last spa days she got was in a bathtub? So mad. And I'm worried about uh, Heather's business, you know, like they were in the middle. They were going to open. And oh, then I didn't even COVID. think about that. I guess I didn't think about that because I know Heather's business right now is still very busy. Yeah. I have friends yeah, I think they're I think they're fine. But um, I yeah. Looking back, I'm like, I wish I would have done some fun things. <laughs> right. And it wouldn't have been Vegas. You remember how I canceled an international trip because I because one person had COVID in the U.S. I should yeah. have gone. No, you were going to be there the, that time, yeah, right, Meg? Yeah. Yes. Don't live in regret. Um, that's where I'm like, how much do do they regret that they went to Vegas instead of somewhere cool? Well, yeah. Like now we're to locked. go to Vegas when you live in Utah is just sad. Like, oh, so sad. We all just have to drive through Vegas to get to Disneyland. I like, wish, that's what Vegas yeah, is yeah. for us. I mean, I actually, as a grown woman now, I got to tell you, I love Vegas. I what do, do you do? In, I mean, you don't have to tell you. me if it's debauchery. But no, like, yeah, it's just a lot of crazy. So what I do is <laughs> we drive right into Chinatown. Okay. There's the best ramen place there. We get there. I mean, the Vegas eat, food yes, scene we go to is, ramen. is good. Then there's also the cheapest massages in Chinatown. Oh, okay. Uh, just a myriad, too. You can get a foot massage. It's it's the best. Okay. So we spend a good amount of time just hitting up Chinatown. Cool. Because it's that much fun. Yeah. So now well, I actually love Vegas. And they have good food, which is fun. Yeah. But they look like they're like going to that raceway, which is so lame. It is lame. And I, how many times do we hear how they call herself a Mormon with the dark a side? A bad girl Mormon. Oh, right. Bad girl. Okay. Bad girls club. You're 40-something. Get over it. All right. <laughs> so that's the episode. I have, like, a whole litany of news here. First and foremost, we are launching a Patreon-exclusive series. We're doing Bridgerton. Emily and I. It's Bridgerton. We're, we're recording it, like, Right after this, we want you to become a patron so you can have access to the episode. In order to do so, go to patreon, patreon.com forward slash hivemindhq. You have to have the HQ. Hivemind was taken. I'm sorry. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. So patreon.com forward slash hivemindhq. It's $5 a month. We're going to be doing eight of these Bridgerton episodes. Afterward, we're going to launch another series, TBD. But you're not going to regret becoming a patron because there's always going to be an exclusive episode for you to listen to. So there's that. And then please remember to subscribe to our HiveMind newsletter, hivemind.substack.com. Also, for Trash Talk, we have launched our week three bachelor ballot. We sent those out on Twitter and on Instagram. You can find the week three ballot there. And I will send it out in Monday's newsletter. Again, that's hivemind.substack.com. And finally, please remember to rate and review this podcast. Leaving reviews really helps us be seen, helps the podcast grow, helps us make money and get super rich, which is the dream. So So that we can buy... Versace. Versace and Balmain. Balmain. So we can be Balmain twins, Because we both want that jacket. That jacket was balm. No, it is. Yeah, agreed. It's very cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We will be back next week.